I'm Dr. Karen Osborne, and welcome to Women Wanting More. This podcast is for you if you are a woman who feels called to something bigger. You feel pulled to a dream inside of you and want the support and tools to make that happen. I will be your biggest cheerleader, the honesty of a best friend, and the voice inside your head to encourage you to stop holding back in your life. You are not here by accident. And these are my life stories and lessons to teach you exactly what you just may need to hear today. You are pure possibility. Now listen, I'm not going to lie. The reason you haven't seen an episode of for me in a while is I've been going through a rough time. And, you know, whether this is your first podcast that you're listening to, um, whether it's you've listened to every single episode or somewhere in between, and by the way, thank you for listening. I really, truly appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Um, I'm always going to show up as me. You're never going to get some kind of like a fake, like put on, you know, some type of a facade kind of Karen at all in this podcast. Now, are there times when I might be going through some rough stuff, just like anything in life, right? I'm sure you've experienced this where you're not going to let it consume you. You're still going to find joy in the things that you do. But if I'm not, if I'm not feel, if I'm going through a lot of emotional stuff, it's very hard for me to be creative. And, um, and or sometimes I might speak from the place that's not fully, how do I put it? I don't want to say healed, but it's like there's still a lot of stuff to work through. And sometimes it's okay to kind of give the raw version of something. And sometimes it's just not time yet, you know, like just being in the shit of things, being in the pit. I have shared experiences like that over the years this podcast has gone on, which is like eight years. Can you believe that? It's freaking crazy. Almost eight years, eight years this August. But um, I, most of the time I feel it's much more appropriate. It's a lot more helpful for you if I've actually kind of like somehow moved through pieces of it and I have something that I can glean from that experience. Is it glean or gleam? I don't know. Something that I learned from that experience that I can share with you. And that's always been my intention with this podcast. It's always been my intention with every single episode. It's really, it's my intention with my life of, man, there are some great things and there are some not so great things that happen in life. And there are things that turn our life upside down that we never kind of saw coming. And, you know, really, really difficult things as we have all experienced as human beings. But for me, what I found that's most, again, useful, most helpful is to actually find meaning and purpose in what I'm going through. Now, what I don't mean from that is like, you know, to kind of like spiritually bypass over it and go, okay, everything happens for a reason. It's fine. It's fine. Right? Like, no, you have to feel that stuff. It's just, it's the way that it works. You can't skip past it. It'll catch up with you at some point. I promise you that. And I know that can be a coping mechanism for some of us at times to just want to go to the positive all the time. Right? But no. You need to feel this stuff. But then once I find that I've gone through that, whatever that process is, whatever time it takes, then I tend to kind of self-reflect and go, what is the, the reason that I'm being delivered this right now? What am I supposed to be hearing in this? What am I supposed to be learning? What have I been saved from, right? Sometimes the biggest you know, challenges that we come about in life end up being some of the biggest gifts that we're like, whoo, 
kind of, you know, universe, God, help me dodge a bullet with that one, right? Or they really saved me for something that I couldn't see in that moment. But regardless of any of those things, I am back. Uh, I'm feeling a lot better about things. And what I wanted to do is share with you this concept of you being pure possibility. There are a lot of people in this world, and I'm sure you have some of them in, in your life, who believe that there's a ceiling or a limit to what you're capable of in life. That there's a ceiling or limit to how much money that you can earn, to the things that you can do in your life, to how you're allowed to quote unquote show up as a woman, as a mother, as like whatever, right? As a wife, as a partner, that there's a limit to things. And so, and then if you, if, if you do kind of shoot for the stars, well, then, then you're kind of someone who's like up in the clouds and you're airy fairy. You're not really based in reality and all this kind of stuff, right? I get it. And I've been all these things before, really. Most of my life, I would say that I've been a very, I want to say positive, but it's, it's more of just a driven um, gal who really believes that she, I'm talking about myself like I'm in the third person. That's so annoying. <laughs> Change that right now. That I am able to do whatever I set my mind to. That there is no, there's not really any limits. And I've, I've, I've experienced that. I've experienced the power of being so focused on something that you want, so driven to achieve it, so focused on, like, this is the path I'm going on, no matter what. I'll find a way on how to get there. Something I tell my boys all the time, I kind of get the eye rolls at this point, but I don't care, is like, I will say to them, there's a solution to every problem. And I truly, truly mean that and believe that. And the last five years of my life kind of have, that have been the toughest season, the darkest season, the most painful past five years and see, you know, time in, in my life, it's shifted a little bit. On the other side of menopause, it's shifted a little bit. And um, all sorts of reasons for that, right? And some of that I've shared little bits and pieces of here on the podcast. But regardless, there is still that piece inside of me that says um, there's no limits in life. I do not feel that we were put on this planet to somehow be like little robots following along to each stage of life like a level in a video game that we need to get to or that we have to show up in a certain way. Um, and that, you know, there really is no limits to the possibility of not just who you are, who you're becoming, but what you're capable of doing, what you're able to produce in the world, who you're able to impact who you're able to influence in a positive way and uplift the love that you have. You know, we take a look at something like love where you don't go, Oof, well, let's see, I already love these five people, my, my partner, my children, my dog, my family. And so like, I don't know, this next person that comes in, I just don't have anything left, right? <laughs> well, that's silly. We never feel that way. We don't go with our children. You know, sometimes it's interesting. I can remember when my second boy came along I actually adopted both of our, our boys. And, um, you know, you kind of have this feeling of like, I, like I just, I feel such intense love for this child. Could I possibly feel any more, right? 
Or sometimes, you know, the older sibling is a little bit of a, now that time is being taken away from mommy, goes to the new baby, like, I'm not really cool. And it's like, no, 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 mommy loves you the same. There's no different. There's no, I don't run out of love to give. So if we feel that way about love, why can't we feel that way about other things in life? Why can't we think that it's unlimited as far as the money that I'm able to earn in life or the time that I have in the day? Now, yes. We all have 24 hours in a day. We know that. But it's the perception of that time. It's the, you know, we, I'm sure we know a lot of people that can get a lot of things done in the time that they have. Now, this is what I don't mean, though, when it comes to time. I, there's somebody I follow on IG, and she listed all the things that she does or did on that particular day. Now, it might have been a little bit of a busy day for her, but I was like, oh, my God, I remember those days. I remember when I jammed so much time into my schedule and it was like the practice and my children. And uh, then I was also doing a a network marketing, different network marketing business at that time. And then I jumped into coaching. Like I was running around like crazy, barely getting enough sleep, just completely functioning on fumes and passion. And that's okay. There's a season for that stuff. But I still firmly believe there's a lot of things we can get done in the day that doesn't have to be at that intensity, you know, like this and then that and the blah, 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 like running all around. So I still do believe within a, we'll just call it like a healthy way that there is a limited, you know, amount of time that we have of the things that we can actually achieve, the things that we can do in our day and on a bigger scale. You are pure possibility. So here's the challenge with this. A lot of us have grown up with parents who did their absolute best. I'm not here to crap on any parents. My parents were the same. They weren't really the best parents, but they just did the best that they could with what they knew to be true at the time, right? And who they were. But we grow up with parents and other caretakers that influence us from an early age if it's between birth and seven, it literally gets, we're like, we are literally little, little sponges at that moment, right? We don't have the ability to say, oh, grandma says money doesn't grow on trees because, you know, she grew up in the depression. Or, you know, my dad says this because he's just really struggling in his work. So that's not everything. No, we believe whatever we're told is like, that's the truth, right? We don't have the understanding in our brain, that discernment to be able to see otherwise. So it's like a just get sucked into us, right? And that subconscious program that's laid down between birth and seven, that is 95% of how we operate in life. 95%. Isn't that wild? 5% is your conscious mind, your mindset, what you believe, you know, what you can say like, like you believe, but your actions, your thoughts, your behavior, all these things, 95% of it, you are simply running on a program. Now, there's all sorts of ways to reprogram that. Maybe we'll talk about that in uh, another episode. But um, I lost my train of thought right now. What was I talking about? <laughs> this, is, this, this is when it would be helpful for me to be like, because I always imagine when I've recorded from the very first episode of this podcast, the very first episode of when I did Mom at 41 and when I did solo episodes there and what morphed into this one, um, of I always imagine that someone's just sitting across from me and I'm like having this conversation. <laughs> so it'd be cool if you actually were, because you'd be like, oh, Karen, here's where you were talking about 
possibility and, 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 you know, what you're able to do. Okay. I got it now. So we may have been told as young children, and that just got imprinted in us that no, 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 there's only so much money, right? Money does, doesn't grow on trees, that there's only so much time that perhaps that, you know, concept of scarcity, not really a concept, but you know, things that people have thought that like, if you get something, then you're taking it away from somebody else. Or if they have what you want, that means that you can't get what you want. That maybe we witnessed parents that were, you know, um, they didn't take good care of their health. And we go, man, it's just a matter of time because you know genes, which by the way, doesn't work that way. Just do some research on epigenetics. You're going to see all that stuff is just false. That your genes are somehow the, the, the thing that is driving your health. Not true at all. True in very rare cases, but generally not. That we might have, um, you know, seen parents that really struggled financially. This, and I grew up like in the 70s and 80s. And the 80s was like a, a decade of just, you know consumption, consumerism, like just spending beyond your means. And, you know, that was around, I think it was the late, I think it was 87, I want to say, 87, maybe before that, when the market kind of crashed, the interest rates were nuts. Like my parents had a mortgage, I think it was like 16 or 18%. That was the interest rate then, like bananas, right? But what I'm saying is, is like, we sometimes have a lot of unwinding, a lot of reprogramming of programming the way that we want to think, be, behave, act now that's laid down. It's like laying down a track, like an audio track over the existing one. Because see, we can't really like completely make it go away. But what if we start to install a new program where we don't have those things so that we do go, yeah, I am pure possibility. And no, it's not just designed for certain people. This is something I find that the conversation will sometimes go to is when I share this with people, they go, well, yeah, that's that person, but that's not me. Hey, listen, with love, absolute bullshit. That's just not true. You think that somehow you came into this world and that you don't have the same, you know, um, that you were brought into here without being able to, do, to have the same types of, you know, opportunities and ways of being that other people know. Yes. Some of us might've grown up in certain, you know, socioeconomic situations where it's just not quite the same, but we also all know people who have come from say like a ton of money and they're a mess. Right. Or people that have pulled themselves, pulled themselves out of the situation that they grew up in. So please, with, with so much love and compassion and empathy, I understand that some people have come from different places in life and in this world and growing up and all of that, but do not feel that you have to continue to use that as a reason of why you can't be pure possibility because you are a gift to this world. And it is our mission, I believe, it's our mission here with our time on earth to figure that out. To really, truly discover and explore our gifts and the things that we love and we're passionate about in life. 
to um, engage in a way in life as if it was our last day every single day. To live life full out the best that we possibly can every single day, which could look different every single day. And that even when there's doubt that comes in, even when we feel fear, even when we can feel ourselves click into that old program, or you literally have people in your life right now, here's the other thing, that will tell you, oh, that's not possible. You can't do that. Do you realize when people are saying that, what they're really saying, consciously or not, is I don't want you to go after your dreams. I don't want you to do something big. I don't want you to launch that new business. I don't want you to do that really courageous thing because I don't have the courage to do those things myself. I'm not going after my dreams. I'm just like going through the day and not being intentional and growing as a human being. So if you do that, then you make me look bad. I just want you to just let that land for a moment. And some people don't even realize that they're doing it at all. But you might have people, right? You've heard of that analogy, I'm sure, before of the crabs in the bucket, right? Of the bucket of crabs and one that's trying to kind of like, you know, get out of the bucket. Some of the other crabs will basically just pull them down. I mean, this literally happens. They'll start ripping off the arms and the legs of the crab because they don't want them to leave the bucket. Now, we don't really have people for the most part, I would say, in most situations where it's not that graphic. But, you know, they're letting you know with their words, They're letting you know from their wounds and their traumas that like, it's not okay. Who do you think you are? Who are you to do this? You can't do this. You failed the last five times, remember? And I'm encouraging you to think really long and hard about those people that you might have in your life that are holding you back. It's hard. I get it. When it's people that we love, it could be family as well then too. It might not be a thing where you just like, you know, they're somehow booted out of your life. But you might want to reflect on that. The people that are around you, if they're not there to uplift you, to inspire you, to really be there for you, to be your cheerleader, that's not okay. If they're being, the crab's trying to take you down to where they are, there are some things that we can have in our life that hold us back. It can be our limiting beliefs and our thoughts. It can be that program. And it can be people that are around us, right? We know that Jim Rohn quote of you are the product of the five people that you hang around the most, right? And so just be mindful of that. So here's, let's have this morph right into your more tip. I want you to open up your journal. And there's two things I want you to answer the question to. Number one, who are the people in my life? So write them down, right? Your family, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, your parents, your siblings, your partner, your children, your neighbors, your friends, like the people that you connect with on a regular basis, write down all their names. And then from that list, you're going to take a piece of paper and you're going to put a line down the middle. You're going to cut it in half. Well, not cut, like, you know, divide it in half, right? And at the, the top of the column on the left, you're going to write people who support me. And on the right, you're going to write people who do not support me. Just make it really simple, right? So the people that really support in your life now, if you're having to kind of think about it, because there's going to be some people right away, you go, oh, this person, this person, this person, they're my ride or dies in life, right? They're the ones that like, they're there for me. They support me. I support them. We have this great friendship, this great relationship, whatever it might be, right? Great business relationship. And then there are others right away where you go, oh my God, 
my uncle Ned, my you know, whatever, right? My sister, whatever it might be. And then there's going to be the category of people that you kind of pause on. And I'm going to have you consider that if you're pausing, if you can't right away say, bam, that, like, these are the, this person supports me, likely they're going to go on the other column. They're going to go under there, okay? Now, from there, you can decide what you want to do, whether you want to have conversations with people to say, hey, I, you know, I'm going after this. Like, this happens for me within my business of people jumping into this business. They lock, they link arms with me. You know, we teach them all the different systems and really support them. And then they don't have others around them that support them. And so, you know, you, I would have you think, take a look at, or maybe even put that into action of, I just want to have a conversation with these people. Hey, I'm doing this big thing. And I know that you're concerned about me and you're like, oh, what's, how's that going to work and the money and like whatever. But hey, I just, I really want you to support me in this. It really feels right for me. Can I count on you? Like, can I cheer you on? Or pardon me, can you cheer me on? Um, so we'll kind of, that's like a bonus section, right? But number one is that journal exercise. Again, you're going to write down all the people that you connect with on a regular basis in your life. You're going to take a piece of paper, put a line down the middle. On the left, at the, at the column at the top is people who support me. And on the right-hand side of that is people who do not support me. And you're going to put each of those names into each of those lists, okay? So that's number one. Number two is I want you to write down the answer to this question. What are my limiting beliefs that are holding me back from being the pure possibility of my life? What are the limiting beliefs that I am telling myself? Or if you have a hard time saying limiting, because maybe you believe them to be true, right? What are the beliefs that I tell myself that is holding me back from possibility in my life? And then just just write whatever comes up. Don't censor anything. It's just for you, right? There's something magical that happens when you actually take pen to paper and it comes out of you onto paper that you can actually now see. I'm going to encourage you to not have like a digital version of this. If you got it, it's your, it's your thing, it's your phone, it's fine. But there's something that's so different of pen to paper that I think there's more realizations, and I found this in my years of coaching, that come to people when you actually do in that manner, okay? So before finishing up the, this podcast as well, then too, I want to share with you my wellness company, my health and wellness company. I've shared this about this in a couple of the podcasts, um, and actually now delving into home products and mental health and all sorts of amazing things, but I am seriously looking for women that want to earn extra income, that are excited and passionate about health and wellness, that want to serve other people, and that want to really be part of something big in their life and make some serious money. If this is something that you kind of like, you're curious about, you're like, oh my God, Karen, you're talking to me right now with this, or what is this all about? then all I want you to do is to text the word biz, B-I-Z, or B-I-Z, sorry for my American friends, B-I-Z, to my cell phone number, which is 
816-2281. I will put this number as well in the show notes in case you're driving right now or walking the dog, but just text the word biz and we will start that conversation. So I will talk to the next episode. Uh, I appreciate you listening today. Please share this episode up with someone else that needs to hear it. And I will talk to you on the next episode.